All right, it's another episode of the Pin High Podcast presented by Golficity. We're going to be breaking down some Patrick Reed, I bet, um, right off the bat. We're going to be talking about the waste management, one of the best tournaments, uh, non-majors of the year. Uh, we're going to cap it off with a par three of fallen off golfers um, in tribute to a certain guy who got cut last week and is playing again this week. So let's get into it. All right, so before we get inside the ropes, would we like to make a, a little announcement on the podcast this week? Um, sure. Uh, Go ahead. So a couple weeks ago, we came to a little bit of an agreement with a company called Roback. I'm sure you're familiar with their, with their uh, apparel, so golf apparel company. You can go to the link in our bio. Um in our Instagram, I'm assuming our Twitter as well, anywhere, mm-hmm. um, and get 15% off your first purchase. Pretty solid. I feel like there's stuff, you know, it's reasonably priced for golf um, apparel, and 15% off will get you a good amount off, I'd, I'd say, off of that. Yeah, just go to the link, no promo code. If you add stuff to your cart, 15% off will be added. And we make some money. <laughs> so yeah please uh all right let's get inside the ropes right off the bat it's it's got to be some patrick reed talk i'd assume um for anybody uh-huh. who lives under a rock what hole was i what hole was it, it was on the back nine ten. i know i think it was 10 10 it, it was on the back nine on saturday um i watched a lot of this tournament actually like i watched like pretty much the whole entire thing and so patrick reed Pulls it left on a, on a par four, uh, his second shot, and it, the ball clearly bounces. I know the rules official said it didn't bounce, or said it didn't bounce. He believed. I think it was the ball, spotter said he did, but spotter, yeah, not the rules yeah. official, the spotter. Um, ball bounces, goes a little deep into the into the deep rough. There was just happened to be deep rough this week, and Patrick mm-hmm. Reed, without calling a rules official, takes the ball, puts the ball up, and then calls a rules official right after. Um, saying it was an embedded lie and it was plugged. My first thing is just like, the P- why did the PGA Tour say like that him and Rory did absolutely the the correct thing? Well, I because I think Rory did. I think according to, well, apparently according to the rules of golf, they did do the right thing. But then, like, like you see, like the PGA, like the players on PGA, like the rest of the players saying that they're kind of pissed off about it uh and it's honestly i think if it didn't i think if it happened to anyone else besides patrick reed like it happened to rory nobody bad an eye with rory if he didn't if he did the right thing but well, patrick the other the, o- yeah, the other thing like, that happened is patrick reed won the tournament yeah. well no yeah yes but also if it happens to anyone i think if it happens to anyone else it's not a big deal at all especially even if it is rory or jt it's not i feel like it's not a big deal i feel like because it happened to patrick reed Granted, you heard PGA Tour pros say, like, and like commentators say, they would never pick up a ball unless the rules official came over first. And like, I like, I know, I talked to my dad about this, and I, I, my dad and I both said we would never pick up a ball 
uh, in a tournament unless the rules official said you can pick it up or something like yeah, that. Yeah, like why are you just automatically? It's, I think it turned to. I think it was just a bad situation with the whole. I'm not I, I, like honestly, I don't like I don't like Patrick Reed. I don't. And I think it's like it looks it look does look sketchy, but I feel like it's not as bad as people think, especially if it like whatever the rules of golf, whatever that means, like it's kind of a gray area, I feel like. But heading into this week, I was not like ever personally irked by Patrick Reed. Like I, I was like, I get it, like has been caught cheating, like whatever, blah, blah, blah. But just like this week when that happened, I was just like, <laughs> I hate this guy. I just I, I'm officially on board. I uh, not again. I'm not a fan. Like, I just yeah, and yeah. He, the fact that he has a history of it too is just does not help his case at all. People are immediately going to attack him. I mean, he didn't even like he stuck by like his his post match interview with Amanda. Like he he stuck by it. He was not like yeah, even and- after after he after he won the tournament. Like he stuck by it. He says he thinks he did the right thing, which I think might be the problem. Like there's no like oh I don't really know. It's more like yes, I did the right thing. Well, I think you, I think in his mind, his mind did the right thing because the rules of golf are saying he did the right thing. But like in like every other, every other person's perspective, it's like just a little bit, just a little bit sketchy in my mind. I was also listening especially, to like his conversation, especially the fact that he the ball clearly bounced on film. Like if he was shown that the ball bounced on like film, like or asked about it, and like and the people said it didn't bounce. Like it, the whole thing is just. I think it's just like the whole complicated situation that like people are just going to argue about for a long time. Yeah. And I was listening to his conversation with the rules official and he was just like the way he was talking, like I can't really describe it. It just sounded like somebody who like knew they were like, just like kind of manipulating the rules. I'm not saying he technically maybe like, cause PJ tour, um said he didn't do anything wrong but like he definitely i feel like manipulates the rules i, I wouldn't I mean, maybe not necessarily breaking would, them, but i feel like Reed he just was like manipulating the I rules mean, i mean phil also manipulate, it just, manipulates it, it the rules me, but it's just a different yes. way he does it so it's, it is a weird well, conversation. I don't, yeah. defend, like, I, I, I don't want to defend Patrick Reed, but at the same time, it's like I, I just don't. The situation is so. Gray. I get the I mean, side of it where it, it is. It's a it's a gray area. Yeah, but I mean, def- the other thing like, though, the other thing though is he has the cameras like following him around. Like no, when he yeah. like he literally did something as if he thought like, oh, there's no cameras there's no replays there's nothing i could do to tell if this ball bounce where like there's literally a camera on top of him a camera and, that's there viewing the ball like you could tell if the ball bounced and it sucks like for him because the people would be like oh the club ball clearly bounced why pick it up but like he's like asking rules or asking spires like the, and they're like no the ball didn't bounce like the Which ball whatever, like he's just, asking like over and that's over on the spotter the for not doing no it is it is on spire but like people are like gonna blame it on him for picking up the ball and then again I wouldn't. I don't think any. Very few PGA Tour pros would pick up the ball before Rose Rose official came over to check if it was embedded or not. Yeah. It's Which, more the principle of it. Yeah, I like agree. The principle the, of like yeah, and the fact that he just like drained like a twenty five foot par putt right after yeah, that. Yeah, got up and down. <laughs> like, oh, hey, my God, the guy's good at golf. I will say. No, and he the guy's and really good at golf. He won by what five I mean, five strokes this weekend. Jason, yeah, Zobel. it was kind of like a run. Jason away Sobel thing. tweeted out 
remember kids you don't have to be quick you just have to be quicker than the rules of yes, yeah <laughs> yeah um but beyond patrick reed i mean the tournament itself i was i was talking to my roommate i was like every week the courses i know it's at in certain points it's because it's a longer course like some courses don't have like the um the flexibility to be longer but like every course should be should be set up like with tough rough because yeah there's just nowhere near as much of an emphasis on hitting fairways anymore whatever and the rough was tough this week as it usually is at tory pines and, and it was I awesome. could only imagine i can mm-hmm. only imagine what it's going to be like for the u.s open like this can be like knee it, deep yeah it it made perfect the best golfers still still be at the top of the leaderboard like the guys who can right. manage the course the best like exactly. xander Shoffley was had the most quiet top 10 like ever mm-hmm. i mean free now is up random, there hobbles up there like like ryan palmer had the like guys. the the most quiet like second place finish like <laughs> out there because i guess he was five that was more of just like a backdoor like, second place it was finish. Just so he played random. all week yeah 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 uh, i no i think we've said it so several times before on here we all love when the course is like difficult and like the best like you have to you have to play the best golf all four days you can't like you can't pull a patrick can't lay and shoot 61 on the final day or something like that and come out of nowhere and maybe win but like you gotta play great golf like all four days and patrick reed did that i think this is all credit to him for all that we're gonna pile on patrick reed this week i think he might be the best short game player in the world i mean just like every every wedge shot he hits within two feet it's just crazy Mm -hmm. from anywhere yeah i did yeah he's he he is crazy off, off off the sides of the green and the fact that, and he even said like his swing is not really where he wants it to be. And that's just like a testament to how good his short game is. Cause still like, if he's not hitting five. the ball that fantastic, his short game is like bailing him out a lot and he makes putts. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the reason why he's such a good golfer. Yeah. And it works. And we saw it work with Jordan speed years ago and it works for Patrick Reed. Now it's worked for Patrick mm-hmm. Reed for years. So yeah, yeah I mean, all, credit, all credit to him. Mm. Uh, and we'll, I mean, we'll talk about it later with uh, with our par three. But like Jordan Spieth again this week, like just couldn't get it done and make the cut. He started off with with a, with a solid what three under round where he was yeah I saw, under I saw on, the three under. Course, on the north course on the north course, and then on on uh, Friday he, he gets a little bit of a bad draw, plays a south course on a really bad day. But like Victor Hovland shot six under on that day, so it's like whatever and he i don't know how he shot six under on that day but he shot like one over like the day after and like perfect weather <laughs> it's just someone like, so was saying that his six under on that day was like equivalent to like it was jt poston's caddy he's like that is literally the equivalent to um somebody shooting the first 57 on tour like shooting on that that's, course on that day a 65 yeah i mean, i didn't watch much on friday I didn't watch much on Friday, but from what I saw, the weather and the scores, it was, it seemed like it was just absolutely like the crazy conditions. I saw people, it was hailing, rain sideways, umbrellas mm-hmm. are getting taken up all over the place. Like it was just seemed like it was, it was crazy. Yeah. It, was, it was bad weather for sure. And I kind of, kind of love to see it a little bit. So, yeah. Right. And then, so I guess we can uh, move into the Monday hypothetical. It's a little bit of a weird Monday hypothetical. It might be more of like a YouTube friendly uh, thing because 
what GQ posted this on um, like a, like a couple hours ago. The yeah chart. Yes. I already I have my answer. Like it's it's basically you have eight dollars to pick three golfers to join you scramble trying to win. Who are you picking? And you put up people that are priced five or one through five dollars. And yeah. I was a little surprised you put Tiger at one dollar. I guess he technically right this moment is pretty bad at golf because he probably cancel in golf club right this second so i was just trying to bait people into picking him just to see um see if people would go all the way down to that one level i would absolutely do that and also yeah, also i was just going through the uh the world golf rankings that's just kind of how you make the list that's fair mm. I, mean, I mean i had tiger tiger was a five dollar player the last time we did this so um decide to switch it up a little bit i personally would go Bryson DeChambeau because he's an OP scramble player. Like, right. Yep. OP. Putting and driving. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd go with Tiger at $1. And then somewhere in the twos, I think I'd go Sung Jay based off of current form. I'd go that's Sung, what, Sung that's Jay. Exa- that's exactly what I was I've done if I had. Like just based off the first glance, I, I guess exactly what I've done. Like those three, like Bryson just bombs it every time. And then if not, one of those two is going to put in the fairway. Or me, maybe. <laughs> um, and then like Sungjae and, and Tiger and Bryson, all, all, all three of them, good approach players. Uh, and also Tiger and DeChambeau are on real putter. Right. I mean, I think another way to do it if you want the long drive and like the approach and putter, you could go Webb Simpson at four, who's just like a rock solid player, but doesn't really hit it that far. Um, and then I guess at three, you could go with Matthew Wolf, even though he hasn't been playing well as of late, but he's a bomber. Um, and when he's on, he's one of the better players. I'd go Fina um, over Wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I just like just one or the other. Yeah, sure. Um, and then at one, you go with whoever. I mean, Tiger's yeah. probably the obvious answer. Tommy Fleetwood's probably the best player in the one at the moment. But I was gonna say I'll go. I'd probably go. Shoffle, best player, maybe Fino. not best scramble player. Yeah, well, I think Tiger. You put a Tiger on team with scramble with Xander Shoffle and Fino. I think or any of those guys, like you're gonna do well. But I, I I'd pick Shoffle. Fina and Tiger probably. Yeah. Or you could go Phil on the one and hope he hits. I love how I love Speed's right. in the one. <laughs> yeah, well, Speed was in the one last like, time too. Actually, Speed's like Speed's right. like you should get you should dollars off your salary if uh, or dollars add on to your salary. <laughs> what do you think? He'd be a great like addition for for putting, but like you saw him this week, like the guy just misses left and right and like. I mean, it's just a classic Jordan Spieth round that I watched. I think it was on Saturday, or not Saturday, on Thursday. Definitely not like, Saturday. He was he was birdieing a lot of holes, but he was also bogeying a lot of holes. So it was just like, mm-hmm. like he has it in him to birdie these holes, but he's just not consistent enough right now. And watching a Jordan Spieth round is literally just like it gives me like it just so it's hard to watch. He just like it's very entertaining. He'll go super right and then like hit a shot. Like, you know, kind of like almost lay it up on a par four to just short of the green. Then he'll get up and down. It's like that was the most like tough, like tough four on a par four that I've ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. I mean, yeah, he does that shows, then he shows like then he shows it's glimpses. like impossible to do that whole day. Like every once in a while, he shows like glimpses of him being like like back. the OP Jordan Spieth back in the day, like on every and I don't know, like two or three holes Dude, around. He like just like three out of eight. Sick like, Jordan Speed. He like three out of 13 fairways on, on like 
Friday or something. Like the guy, he just, I don't know, he just doesn't have it right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know what it's the, just, what the it's change un, it should be. It's just, it's unbelievable. Yeah. He would be on the who's not in the who's hot, who's not uh, segment. I guess we'll get into that. Number one, Xander Shoffley. I don't know who put this in, but I put this in earlier. That's honestly a crazy stat. He hasn't finished worse than T17 since August. I mean, he's played like close to like 10 uh, tournaments yeah, too. Tournaments. Like yeah. he finished like T7, T23 and then August 30th, I think it was a tournament. Yeah, I can't he's remember just a guy that needs, he needs to win one. Like I think if he wins one, he'll start winning a bunch. It's just, he needs to win one at this point. Yeah. And he's, and he's just on a tear and like, he's like, he played well last week, played well at Century. Decent in the Masters and U.S. Open play obviously as well. It was just was his last geez. win at Kapalua two years ago, or I guess three. I think years it ago. was. I think it was twenty three tournaments ago. I think it was twenty nineteen. Yeah, the twenty nineteen to start yeah. off here. Kapalua. Century Tournament Champions. Yeah, twenty nineteen was mm -hmm. his last win. Yeah. I think you could also argue. Second, it's been second like three or four times at least. Mm -hmm. And you could also argue uh, Victor Hovland for who's hot right now. Oh, you definitely. No, you yeah. definitely. Could. That's a good one. I mean, his ball striking is unbelievable, and his putting yeah. hasn't been that bad. So. It's getting better. Yeah. Yeah. So like his putting in short game is not good, but those are like those are two things that like they come age. I feel like. Yeah, he could fix. And uh, then who's that. not? Like, I think I think Victor Do like frozen. Victor Hovland could be dominant in um in a couple of years if he figures that putting. No, it's it's his like, it's yeah. second year like, on tour. Like that, I feel like that's the easiest thing for him for you to like figure out as far as like your golf game. If if you are good at ball striking, I feel like putting could come along. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree. Go, I mean, go to a guy like Tiger and just like ask for like a lesson or something like that every, every now and then. Ask him for free tips. He probably won't steer you wrong <laughs> yeah, at all. Yeah, go the wrong way. Um, yeah. As far as who's not, um, we could start with Brooks Kepka. I mean, he just can't really seem to figure it out i don't know why but he's missing cuts in normal events um he almost snapped his driver this week i don't know if you guys saw that video i saw that yeah uh, um i mean he's just i don't know he's he's not playing well right now his he's hitting the ball in the, the place yeah hitting the ball in shoes, yeah you see that right? he's hit a ball in shoe <laughs> yeah i mean just sorry my wi-fi was just like off yeah the foot I, there. I saw you um, were you're good yeah i was like working around that <laughs> but yeah <laughs> Did you guys mention that he like this the snap driver? Yeah, yeah. almost snap, snap driver. driver. Yeah, how'd that not break? I don't know. <laughs> like it That's was like, maybe he's using the senior so flex. Cool. Like, <laughs> also, did you see he he brought back like I I, I noticed like his the first day he brought back the M five this week. Yeah, I'm sure he will not be hitting it next week <laughs> I mean, that's what he he almost major. Like, saying he almost snapped it but. snapped it this week he might be changing um yeah i'd like to oh, see he's where, all where over the place with week. uh with equipment i, I feel like he's he still he still needs a little bit i again i feel like he's just gonna come around when the masters comes around and play play as well then like he's just not like it's so frustrating. Cast, he, he, he's just trying he's just trying to figure it out i think right now like that's because i like I really like watching um, Brooks Kepka when he's playing well. Yeah, I think, he's I like it's, it's crazy. so much it's fun so to much watch. Fun. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But he yeah, just doesn't he just, like, do it outside of the majors. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, just one more who's right. not. I put Matthew Wolf in there because he did withdraw after the, I think after the first round, citing a wrist injury. But I watched his first round. He was sculling wedge shots like all over the place. It was actually crazy. He had the yips of the wedge. But then on the last hole, um, he was probably inside 100 yards, maybe 60 yard wedge shot, skulls it over the green into the bunker behind the hole. It's like, oh gosh, like this is just how his day's been going. And then he holes out on the 18th hole for his first birdie of the day out of the bunker. And that's That's just like, and the commentator's like, wow, that's just so insulting because he was just like been terrible with the wedges all day and then holes out in the last hole. Um, yeah, so yeah, he's got to figure word. out the wedge game. Yeah, right. And then, so for the people's champ of the week, let's move into that. Who found this Joel J- Damon uh, story? I didn't even. I saw it. I saw it. Uh, so apparently, a gambler lost five hundred dollars on a Joel Damon bet against Lucas Glover, and uh, he requested Joel Damon on Venmo. And saying who was to blame for my gambling debt? One more, one might argue it's hundred percent me. Others might argue that you and your decision to beat down Glover today are responsible. And Damon tweeted tweeted about it and said, "I don't know who this guy is, but he made me laugh this morning." I saw the guy did in the comments. No, yeah, I saw the guy in the comments because someone was like, "Did he Venmo? Did he Venmo you?" And um, the guy like went into the comments is like, "Hell no." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he definitely is. <laughs> You're not just gonna look in your mentions and be like, "Oh yeah, I think I might Venmo this random guy five hundred dollars yeah. because I play great." <laughs> yeah, because he's mad at me for beating someone. And and the funny thing is, Damon missed like that was on Friday, and Damon missed the cut still. Like yeah, I mean, after beating Lucas Glover that day, yeah, it's tough. That's 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 golf gambling for you. Like, you don't and, care if someone made the cut. <laughs> talk about people's champions. Definitely the guy Venmoing, requesting definitely is. We've all felt that way before. But how do you like else. find his Venmo? Like that's what I'm I know, trying to figure that's, out. Like, honestly, I thought well, that's I mean, unless his it's Venmo not that is just hard. like Joel Dash Damon or something, but it's probably yeah. really not that hard because you can look up somebody's name. Yeah, um, we maybe, find... maybe we should start sending out Venmo. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just see who accepts them. Right. Uh, so let's plan. move. Let's move into the stat of the week. It came this is from. A wild. Wild yeah, I, I, yeah, I noticed this on, on Thursday uh, because it was early Thursday. He, he made a hole-in-one um, on number three. It was like, way, it, was, it was probably nine in the morning there when it happened, like right when they went off. Uh, he was one of the first people to go off. It was his second consecutive round of the Farmers Insurance with a hole-in-one because the last round yeah. of the 2020, uh, he had one on number eight. You so, didn't even like, say his name. Richie Wierenski had a oh, I didn't say his name. Ones. Yeah, Richie Wierenski. <laughs> so hole-in-one on number three at the South Course in the first round on Thursday. And then he had a hole-in-one on the eighth uh, hole at the South Course in round four um, in 2020. So back-to-back hole-in-ones. Yeah. At two rounds in a row at Torrey Pines. That's crazy. Did you have another I, I mean, stat that you wanted that, to put in? I imagine one just... of those at a course like Torrey Pines. Two. <laughs> Two, two at Torrey Pines and back-to-back rounds. That's wild. Yeah. Uh, so do we want to move into the course preview? Sure. I'm going to zip through this. Sure. Um, so Waste Management Phoenix Open. TPC Scottsdale Stadium course uh, plays at 72-61, par 71, um, Bermuda grass. Um it's on the shorter side for PGA Tour courses, and all the par fives are pretty much reachable in two. Um, and it's kind of a middle course difficulty as far as like PGA Tour events. Um, slightly, slightly faster greens, but they're they're pretty big, so 
easier to hit. Um, it could be a driver wedge week for a lot of longer hitters um, or driver putter if you're Bryson. Um, Honestly. I, yeah, both long hitters and short hitters have done well at Scottsdale, so like I wouldn't take that too much into account. And then as far as key stats, strokes gain approach is a good one. Um, birdies are better gain. Um, and then par fives gain or strokes gain on par fives. Um, par five scoring will be important because most of them are reachable in two. And they won't. I don't think they'll have the stands this week, though. Well, I heard laying in like five thousand fans a day, so I don't know. I think they're still not having the. the, I I read somewhere they're not. They don't have the stands. Uh, That's going to look different. I wish. I wish. I wish they just had like the stadium around the hole, and like that would be it. Um, (laughs) So let's get right into favorites. I know. My, I I honestly really think that uh, Justin Thomas is a great pick this week. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to say I'm not going to I'm not going to argue with JT. I'm not going to argue with that at all. But he's so good off the tee, and I mean he has good history here. Last year I think he was like second or third last year, fourth. I don't know. I what, just feel like he'll plus? be good. He's not going to be my winner because I just don't really like picking the favorites. But yeah, plus seven seventy five. Yeah. I, but I do think that that's a good pick. Said, John John Rom is a favorite at plus six twenty five. Yeah. I mean, he's Rahm an Arizona guy. Um, he's from Arizona, went to Arizona State. Um, I think he lives there, like in the off season. So, um, he's. I feel like he's always a good pick here, just because right. of that. I said Zayner Shafley because he hasn't finished worse worse than T seventeen since August. Interesting. Great, we're talking played about great last week, and he hasn't finished outside the top twenty here in his five starts. So. It's just weird to talk about Xander Shoffley and winning sometimes. It's like Tony Finau and winning. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll no it's, 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 Xander, it's getting uh, to that top level, five. honestly. Xander, Xander top, top five, five. bet, lock it in. Yeah. Uh, plus, two, plus 200. Well, yeah, Literally, sure. it's, it's every week, though, one of us is going to pick Xander. It's going to be usually it's me or Jeek, but like, it's like yeah. that's just our guy. <laughs> Every every and yeah, we're, no, we're I don't think we're waiting for to win because like he never really wins, but he always plays well. So you're just like, oh, like I had yeah. a pretty good pick last week. He played. I'm pretty guilty well. of like, yeah. get cut. I'm guilty of picking Tony Finau occasionally, I but I don't I think, think I ever I think we Xander. all are. We're, we all are picking Tony. Yeah, guilty of picking Tony Finau because we want them to win. Like that's just why. yeah. I like I like watching them play. Oh, like yeah. they're good players, good guys. Like yeah, I want them to win. But I don't know. We should probably get into DraftKings. I'll go. I'll go first this time. Um, okay. Both my guys this week are like very middle, middle of the road salaries. Like, so I didn't do really like a high and a low. Just went very middle. Um, mm-hmm. But my first one's Brian Harmon at eight thousand. Across the board, on, on like stats wise, he's playing pretty well this year. He's seventy sixth in strokes gained off the tee, which is a big stat this week. Um, and you know, I had him top forty at the American Express in my golf city bets article for like my best bet, and he finished T eight. So I feel like. He's just like he's a solid player. He's finished top forty, like I think now in ten of his last eleven starts. Um, and yeah, I'm just like looking for guys this week in my like DraftKings just that are just gonna make the cut. Because if you go six for six mm-hmm. making the cut, like you got a good chance of making money. Yeah. Um, go ahead, Trev. Um, so my first pick, go my high made guy, Bubble Watson, eighty five hundred. Finished T three last year and second here two other times a few years ago in 2014, 2015. And you need, like Greg said, there's a lot of it could be a lot of wedge putter wedge or driver wedge holes, driver putter holes. He's fit. Bubba obviously is fits that mold. He's fifth in stroke skin off the tee, ninth in stroke skin approach, 
third in strokes gained tee to green, sixth in eagle percentage. So he knows he's going to go for those par fives and two. He knows he's going to be able to reach most of them, especially in Arizona and the mountains. So a guy like that and his history here, I think, is a could be a great pick. Even a little bit of he's a little bit of a higher salary, but not as much as the bigger names like the JTs and the um, Shawflays and stuff like that. Okay. Um, my first pick this week, I'm going to go with Corey Connors. I think ball striking is very important this week. And I mean, his short game sucks. I'm not sloppy seconds off me last week. I mean, it works sometimes. I had a, I happened to win and in my DraftKings, and he just really disappointed me. Yeah, his short I'm game be so sucks. Mad if he which, does well this week. His short game sucks, which is why I didn't play well last week. Um, but you know, I don't think short game is a huge thing this week, especially for like those par fives that are reachable in two. Um, you're pulling out a long iron or even mm. a hybrid or something at that point. So, uh, and and then obviously the par three, he puts some close on par threes. So you go look at a lot of birdies on par threes. Mm. Um, he's top ten in ball striking, top top ten in par fours gain, and top ten in opportunities gain. He just needs to putt a little bit better, and I think he could have a good week. Um, my second guy, I'm gonna go with John Hug again. He's turned into one of my guys, seventy two hundred. Um, didn't play last well last week at Torrey Pines, but Torrey Pines is different, just built different, um, rough and all that stuff. I mean, John has been destroying all these courses that are relatively easy to play. Um, this is kind of middle of the road road. I mean, before last week, he had a top 21 in four of his last five, top 20 in three of his last five, 21st place finish in one, one of those events. But, um, I mean, he was—he's been pretty dialed. Seventy-two hundred is a good salary. Um, I'll say, I feel like he's—he's—he's he's, he's one of those guys where it's like might be one of the highest guys on tour, and nobody knows. Absolutely nobody knows about. I mean, yeah, he didn't play fantastic last week. I think he finished like t fifty-four or something. Like that, but he still though. made the cut. Yeah, yeah he made so, the cut. And Tory Pines is just a lot different than that. Like you can't compare it to this. No, week, so no, I think he'll play a lot better this week for sure. My lower salary guy, not too low, but Sam Burns at seventy-seven hundred. Finished T18 last week at Torrey, so he was in, in decent form. Bad He's, last day, too. Yeah, like he had a did, yeah. last day. Mm-hmm. Though even the last hole, he puts it in the water from like 50 yards out. Like, that's something that my dad yeah. would do. Like <laughs> Something we would all do. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't a, it was an incredibly hard shot, and he just like, he wasn't even yeah. close. He put it like in the middle of the water. But he, fin- he finished T18 even with a good rest of the week, and he's third in strokes getting off a of T. Great, great driving distance in 14th. So we know he's going to have a lot of those driver wedges. Uh, I'm not really evaluating short game that much this week, just because of the course they're playing. I feel like if you hit the if you hit the fairways and you hit the ball far, you're going to have a huge advantage. And he also he hits a lot of greens, sixth in greens regulation, a lot a lot of accessible hole locations this week. So he'll, he'll have a lot of success with that. And then 15th, the strokes gained to green, 17th, strokes gained total. And for a guy at 7,700, I feel like his stats are much, much better than his salary and his even his betting odds are seem. So I think that could be it's a great value. Mm-hmm. Trevor bringing out all the stats this week on Sunday. I found, yeah, I, I found, I brought, I found I'm bringing this out one. zero I'm like, oh stats my God. this week. This is perfect. I was so busy before this that I just did not have time for stats. <laughs> well, sometimes it, all, it doesn't it work few, out with it the stats. It was a few. It was, I mean, it, yeah, it barely worked out last week. I mean, yeah. Ryan Palmer finished T second. but Usually hmm. you're a switch. Usually, usually you have all the stats and me is just picking gut. But I saw this. I'm like, I have to pick Sam Burns. Yeah. Uh, so my second one, it's Max Homa. He's 7,900. Another middle of the road guy. I feel like there's really no reason as long as he stays at like, you know, below 8,000 
to not keep playing him, especially like off based off of what he's doing right now, the past two tournaments, as well as, you know, he has a good uh, track record here. He's T6 last year and everything that's come out about him, like grinding the offseason on his like mental game. I feel like, I don't know, there's there's no reason to, that he won't do well this week. Okay, I like it. Um, and then yeah, for I bets, always love Homa. Bets, yeah. yeah, and and Homa is just a fun person to root for. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Um, so bets. Let's who, just go reverse order. The, I guess. Who won the skin last week? Or did you guys? Nobody. Win? Nobody. Me. Okay. That's good. Now came top twenty, and Reed obviously came top thirty. That's good for me because Jason Day did not come top thirty. I think he got cut. So I thought it was so funny that I had Reed top thirty, and he just straight up won. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you, so you you what you picked a winner? Yeah, my winner was right. Connors though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, I'll go first this time. Uh, so my winner, I'm gonna pick the biggest course horse of course horses. I'm gonna pick a Deki Matsuyama at plus twenty three hundred. Um, he has two wins here. He has a second place finish here. He has a T sixteen here last year. I don't think he's finished um bad in this tournament like ever. Um, so I just feel like there's really good value here at plus twenty three hundred for a guy who just destroys this course. Um, he had. Uh, T19 two weeks ago, so he's been playing a little bit better as of late. Um, and just, I don't know, he always wrecks Arizona, the, this course when he comes to Arizona. So, um, I don't know, big course horse. I'm going to pick him to win again. Best bet, I'm just going to go Sunjay M minus 118 over Billy Horschel. I just think Sunjay M could have a pretty good week. Um, don't know anything really about Billy Horschel. But, but that's a, I'm going to, I'm the pretty one much betting on Sunjay M. So, that's the one Billy Horschel did well here. Last like, I, like, this is yeah. like, Seems like a pretty good bet. Pretty I mean, th- th- this is really has nothing to do with Billy Horschel. It's more about me just betting on Sanjay M. Yeah. Billy, Horschel, Billy Horschel had a T9 here last year. Ooh. Yeah, Sanjay M's going to have a T3 here this year. Called it right now. <laughs> Write it down. Ooh, T3. T3. Okay. M was probably T3 a pretty good four last year. But I, I digress. So I'll, I'll put my winner. Oh, Will, Zal- Will Zalatoris. It's awesome. Awesome ball striking stats. I think he's look, find this. He's fifth in strokes gained approach, fifteenth strokes gained off the tee, fourth strokes gained tee green, fifth strokes gained total in the in, on PGA Tour. And he played well last week again. He's played. He's you could say in the past like half a year he's been the hottest player on tour, right up there with DJ and John Har guy. Uh, he T seven last week, so. I'm I'm going I'm gonna ride with him to get his first PJ Tour win at plus five thousand. I think that's decent value. There's there's a big theme with a lot of these young players that are coming up. They're all mm-hmm. just fantastic ball strikers. Like the, oh, yeah. the fast track, the fast track to the PGA tour is just being a really good ball striker, you know. Yeah. Tom Workauer, Victor Havlin, and that Will Zaltoris. So may I just say that, more for sure. that you mentioned Dustin Johnson in the same category as John Huh. Yeah, yes. <laughs> like, all right <laughs> he's really climbing up the charts quick Yo, uh, john, john he's our guy now we have to we have to ride him we have to john ride him uh, for uh for Ryder cup uh john Huff yeah what's his what's his what's his Ryder cup points at right now i bet it's, I bet <laughs> I it's pretty high <laughs> i don't know well yeah he's american so where do you yeah. go, to, do you go to, is he coming out of college i have no idea know. i, I um, know the guy looks he's like. like 30 i think um oh really he went to uh he went to california state Cal State. That's Which a, Cal State? There's a North million Cal Ridge, State. North, Northridge. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, there there's go. like eight Cal States. Yeah, there's um, lots. 
it's like a Sunni, basically. Um, uh, John anyway. was not close to the Ryder Cup. It's sad. Probably not. We'll get there, well, by, by the time we get there, Wait. he'll be in the number two yeah. position. Quickly, I'm curious. Is Brendan Todd still up there? He's not. He's not in there right now. <sighs> I'm kind of okay. surprised about Okay, so my winner this week. I haven't heard from him in a long time. Well, I haven't even my best bet yet. Best bet. Oh, no. really? Uh, we yeah, don't have I, a tangent there. I was going to do, uh, I was going to do Rory top 20, but I talked myself into betting Xander top 10 plus 120. I, he's, he it's might be the hottest one. player up there with, up there with John Ha, the hottest player on four. So <laughs> I wonder, if, I wonder if you can bet him, bet him like top three, like Xander top three. Like I wonder if somewhere you could probably he's, find that his form and like these, like he hasn't finished worse than 20th here in five, last five years. Like I just, I don't understand how. Like, I, you know I think those, you could. I I wanted about him to win, but I wanted to pick someone else. You know those like forecast bets where you bet the guy to finish in first and second. Like yeah. you just pick your guy who you think's gonna win, and then just automatically put Xander in second, and you yeah, just like get crazy odds. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So my winner is gonna be Scotty Scheffler at plus five thousand. I feel like that's pretty good value for for a guy like that. Um. I mean, he did get caught last week, but. He was seven under on the north on the north course, and the bad day, um, like on the south course, bad weather came, and he shot seven over to miss the cut. He does that a lot. He like, does do that a lot. We we had him a first round leader one one year where one tournament where he went like six was, over on the first day, and then he went eight under on the second day. It was but, Rocket Mortgage. Yeah, yeah, and he got cut. Um, but Tori's such a different course. Like he still, I mean, he still obviously showed he had that seven under on an easier course. Um, not that the North Course was even like North Course was still harder it's still, than a it's lot still of PGA. Still a PGA Tour course. Yeah. Like, no, but I'm saying it was, it was still a lot harder than like say yeah. I think the Rocket Mortgage and stuff like that. Oh, like definitely, it's, definitely. it's not, not not like a joke of a course. It's just not easy compared to or not hard compared to the South Course. Yeah. But yeah, I just like that, that the value for that reason. And then my best bet's Ricky Fowler minus one thirty four over Brooks Kepka. Ricky's just a like a bit of a this. course horse, and Brooks just like doesn't have it going right now. So I don't know. I just I I I think that's a pretty good bet. I just saw I just saw that when you when I scrolled down and looked at it. I'm like that like that's might be the best bet you could find on on this week. I like that one a lot. I just don't understand how. Ricky's not much, not much. He's still a favorite, but and Brooks yeah, can turn it on one thirty four, and, and, and Brooks can turn it on whenever he wants to. And he's won here, but Ricky, like, yeah, talk about course horse. Ricky's Completely unrelated, but have you guys been seeing Ricky Fowler's irons just like all Dude, over the place lately? So mm-hmm. bladed, like it's it's like. It's, but like it's, I, I've been it. seeing them like on everything. Like on my Instagram they explore must, page, they must have like been ev- just like just coming out or something, like for people to buy because they're all over the place. And then like Rick Shields did a video on them too. Like, mm. let me check my Instagram explore page right now because I bet they come up. All right, they didn't, but very like they they have been like a lot recently. I don't know why, yeah. but uh, for obvious reasons, ridiculous. Um, and then quick, quick, well, I want to put in the first round leader. I'm gonna go Ryan Palmer plus four thousand. Great value. Been playing well. Um, hopefully, can keep it up in the first round. Mm-hmm. Sure, I like it. Um, and then in the clubhouse, let's move into that. We're doing par three of fallen off golfers. I know whoever, wh- whatever, whoever who wants to start, who wants. To, I mean, I guess I'll start. I'll just, I'll just go Jordan's speed. I mean. <laughs> We do a weekly segment on in the clubhouses. Do we think Jordan Spieth is going to make the cut this week? Yeah, that's honestly. 
Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, right after that, Jordan. That's a that's a that's a good one. I mean, I'll, I'll go, go or I'll go second because there's another obvious one, and his name yeah. is Anthony Kim. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> not even playing on tour anymore. Like, was nowhere to be him. found. So Anthony Kim is that guy was awesome there. too. Did the belt buckle and everything. Yep. Talk about him every once or once every blue moon. We talk about him. Uh, yeah. I'll go with a little more recent Francesco Molinari. He's playing well recently. Yeah, all right, well that that. But he, I agree. He, I agree he basically, it seemed like he took a year off of just playing golf. So I agree with that. He, he was like competing. He won a major, compete at the Masters. Like he's no, and then we haven't heard from him since. And then, mm-hmm. but now he's playing better. Which yeah. well, it's good him. to see. I like Francesco Molinari. Yeah. I, I like to see him play well. Mm-hmm. And my next one, honestly, Ricky Fowler is kind of falling off a little bit past from when yeah. he when he was competing at every major and then he's kind of he's not as not as bad as jordan spieth but he doesn't really seem like he's he's, he's i feel this like he's just all, everywhere because of his endorsements ricky this is kind of a hot take i think ricky fowler is one of the most like overrated golfers like no i yeah in history i, I, I would agree golf. like he has endorsements as if he's like the second guy to tiger woods he's, he, but, he's, he's just a great guy He's a great guy, and yeah. like he wears the colorful clothes, and everyone likes him. He's like no, no reason to dislike him at all. I just don't think he's as great as people say he is. He used to be mm-hmm. much, much better, but I think he's kind of falling off. Not not to the level of Jordan Spieth, but he's kind of falling off a little bit. So I'm gonna go. I mean, he's a little old now, but like even like during his prime, I'm gonna say Luke Donald. He was like the number yeah, one yeah. player in the world, and then he literally just fell off the map. Um, I think he's like 40, 43 now, but like still he fell off the map pretty quick from being like the top player in the world to kind of just being nowhere. Right. Yeah, it's yeah. It, I, mean, I, yeah. I that that wasn't that feels like it was so like so long ago, which it probably was like ten years ago, but still it feels like he was like mm-hmm. on the Ryder Cup teams and all that and just disappeared. Right. And I was looking up some guys. Am, am I up? I, I lost the order. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. So Smiley Kaufman's a pretty obvious one. <laughs> yeah. I, I was actually <laughs> looking this awesome. up the other day, and I was like going through his years, and and I I like I was like trying to defend him, and then I was like, wow, it really took me until like 2017 to find a year where he actually had some good starts. Like it was it was, it was that long ago that he was actually like you know playing decent on tour. Uh, spring break crew yes exactly uh so that's just not great and then my third one is going to be uh, who was it um who won the masters the year jordan spieth choked danny willett danny, danny willett yeah. danny willett <laughs> that's a good one too <laughs> guy so, the guy like, rose, won the rose masters. His, i mean rose to be fair he was for about for about an hour and a half and then just died after that i mean to be fair he was really not that great like when he won the masters it was a little random but yeah um, (laughs) he still is just funny anywhere to be found yeah um i'm gonna go i mean it's it's tough because he finished t6 last week in europe but uh padrick harrington uh he was like he used to be in like every tournament right like all over the place. I mean, I think he's playing in Europe more now, but like, is he old? I don't think he's, he's, he, he's, he's like 49. He's pretty old, but like, so yeah, he like, used to, he used to be in like every tournament. He kind of just like lost his game for a little bit. 
um like it happened like in like the like 2010 2011 2012 like i think from 2007 to 2008 um he won three out of like the five majors or something yeah so, he did. Um, I'm looking at that right and then now. and then he literally lost his tour card in 2014 so uh that's 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 falling off yeah. pretty quick yeah. yeah uh so my last one i'm honestly surprised i don't know the full it's much longer it's longer than Long ago than Patrick than Patrick Harrington. I'll go with David Duval, where he was in like 1997-99. He was like challenging, like it was like him and Tiger were going to be like the next like great duo, like have the next great duels for years and years. Uh-huh. He won like eleven tournaments. I think he he won like a major or two, and then you I think he hurt like his back or something like that, and he went from number one in the world to one thousand five hundred and thirty second. 32nd ranked golfer in the world at one point. So, yeah. I've ever told you that, much? My, that my dad used to play golf with him. Really? Yeah. Or That's I think sick. it was like he played in like not actually play golf with him like on a, like a regular basis. I think every year he played in the BMW uh like uh pro practice. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, and he, he he's he still plays in like Duval still plays in like the Open, I'm pretty sure every year or something like that. Yeah, he I think does. He stopped like, like and, recently. I think, yeah, oh, really? I think he, I think he did stop or he was going to, or I, I can't remember exactly what it was. Pretty much all, all the guys who like work on the, on like the golf channel who aren't really that old, like they've all fallen off, like are just falling. Like Trevor Enelman, yeah, Ian Baker Finch, like Moon, they were all like Masters, decent yeah. golfers, Cold and then <laughs> <laughs> they're all e- decent golfers, and now they're doing TV because they just suck at golf yeah. now. Like you could argue, Tiger. I was about to say that was that was gonna be my honorable mention, Tiger Woods. The best falling golf golfer of all time. I mean, yeah, yeah, and then like it, we also you made the best fall off. You didn't win a major for twelve years, eleven years, something like that. Yeah, and yeah. I'm, I'm, but yeah, but unbelievable story. Exactly. Still the best comeback ever. Yes. Uh, so on that note, we can probably uh, cap. Let's cap it off with: Is Jordan Spieth going to make the cut this week? I said is no he, last week. Field? I'm going to say I'm going to say no again this week. He is in the field. I'm gonna say no as well. I'm gonna, I'm rooting for him. Don't get me wrong. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say no just because you need a, th- a thing doesn't his short game doesn't matter as much this week. I wonder what his odds are to make or miss the cut. I I I, I was looking for. Their, I don't think I saw them see. honestly on DraftKings. Be, be, be. He, he wasn't he wasn't on there. He yeah, wasn't on there. He wasn't on yeah. the mess cut because I I remember looking for. What do you think they'd something. be though? At this oh, point, man. he's probably because last week he was minus. On on my on my book, on DraftKings, I think he was minus like one eighty. On my book, he's minus one forty to make the cut. I feel like he's got to be. I bet like, he's minus one fifty to make this cut this week. Easier course. He's played well here before. Sure. But okay, like, you, you guys want to guess what John Rom is to make the cut? Minus seven seventy. No, minus one thousand one hundred and fifteen. Oh, yeah, JT's <laughs> minus thousand. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Make some uh, real money if if they withdraw or something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, exactly. Um. So yeah, that that's gonna wrap up the episode for this week. Are we playing the Honda next week potentially, or no? With the Genesis? Oh, Ruby, yeah, we're, we're Genesis. Ruby no, AT&T, Air is like right? going up. AT and T next oh, AT&T, week. AT and T, and then, then the Genesis. Okay. Then our fate, their our favorite world, uh, Puerto Rico Open. 
<laughs> oh, oh god that means there's Sorry, a wgc, there's a, there's a there's a a WGC, WGC that week right so well, yeah, it's, it's, you know what you know what? it's gonna be wolves out tours who wins that event you know for a fact it's gonna happen or something like that dude we have know, such good golf like, coming up such yeah. good golf because after that it goes arnold palmer players honda classic wgc delta technologies and then masters yeah actually. no this is a good and good then the run. two two, two eh, and then masters that's yeah. this is a great run awesome. of golf so winner in spring golf Great. So love to watch mm. it. So make sure to go to our link and buy that buy some uh rowback merch with that link. So you know, you can 50% off. Get some good golf clothes. Other than that, we'll see you next week. Mm.